Is the job search process really all about branding, marketing, and selling yourself and what you bring to the table? Let's talk all about it right here on episode 263 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I love having you along for the ride with me. Whether you're new to the show or you've been on this journey for months or years, thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, entrepreneurship, medicine, technology, and beyond. And did you know that Nurse Keith Coaching is your one-stop shop for all things related to your career? That is correct. I offer individualized, holistic career coaching for nurses and healthcare professionals around the world. And if you mention you're a listener, you can get 10% off your first coaching package. So email me today at keith at nursekeith.com and we'll schedule a complimentary consult to explore how coaching can help you have the most satisfying life and career possible. Now, speaking of the Nurse Keith Nation, I would like to mention to you, dear listener, that very, very soon, in the spring of 2020, we will be launching the Nurse Keith Nation community at nursekeith.com. This is going to be a subscription group, a subscription service where you can interact with me and other members of the Nurse Keith Nation and receive education and inspiration from modules and opportunities to learn with me and others. So please stay tuned for the launch of the Nurse Keith Nation. Well, today is not an interview with one of those inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, nursing, and technology and beyond. It is actually just little old me, yours truly, Nurse Keith. So I really want to talk about selling. A lot of nurses who I speak to seem very uncomfortable with the notion of selling themselves. And unfortunately, in this very competitive 21st century job search world, it is different than it was years ago. When I speak with nurses who became nurses, say, back in the 60s or the 70s or even the 80s or maybe even the 90s, I'm not sure, they say that back in the day, they could just walk into a hospital or a clinic or health center and say, hey, I'm a nurse, I'm looking for a job, and usually get a job pretty quickly. So the world has changed. It's much more competitive. We're much more siloed and specialized now, and there's a lot more being asked of people who are entering the nursing and healthcare workforce. So you need to be able to brand, market, and sell yourself. So I know these are uncomfortable concepts and strategies and techniques for many people, and I do hear that and I do empathize with that. However, When I hear from nurses that the process they're using to find satisfying remunerative work isn't working, then I always say, well, you can't continue to bang your forehead against that particular wall until the blood is running into your eyes because you really shouldn't be banging your head against any walls. I know that it's difficult in certain markets to find work. Austin, Atlanta, San Francisco, I see you. New York, Boston, certain cities, certain metropolitan areas are very, very tough and the job market is super, super tight. So you need to be able to stand out from the crowd. 
And when we think about standing out from the crowd, what does that mean? How do we stand out from the crowd? Well, think about competing companies out there in the world. Think about, let's say, Apple versus IBM, for instance. Let's just take that. I know IBM doesn't necessarily exist as it used to, but you know what I mean. Two big computer companies. How do they stand out from the crowd? Well, they need to brand themselves, they need to market themselves, and they need to sell themselves. And they're selling their products and services, but they're also selling their brand. And I've spoken about branding before, and I've gotten feedback that nurses are uncomfortable with the notion of branding, but personal slash professional branding is super important to your ability to be able to market yourself. And if you think, well, I'm not a company, I'm not a business, how can I brand myself? Well, think of yourself as the CEO and COO and CMO and CNO of your own little company, your company of one. So if you're your own little mini company, you need to market yourself and you need to stand out. And like I've said before, if you have heard this or read this from me or others, my perception of what a brand is, it's not a logo. The logos are parts of brands. And you as a nurse, you're not going to have a logo, of course. But the brand, your brand, is what you bring to the table and how it is to work with you. So if you are a well-known nurse researcher, you've published several books, you've written articles, been interviewed on podcasts, etc., all of those experiences and the ways in which people perceive you is part of your brand. If you happen to be, let's say, a telemetry nurse, well, part of your brand is how do your fellow workers, your fellow nurses and other staff feel about you? When you walk onto the unit, are they like, oh God, Lisa's here again? Or are they like, oh, Lisa's here. Oh, it's going to be a good day. That is part of your brand. Or what would an employer say about you? Oh, Lisa, she is such an entrepreneur. She's a real go-getter. She really knows how to make things happen. We can rely on Lisa to lead and to innovate and to let us know what's going on out there and what needs to happen. Do you see? Your brand precedes you and it also follows you. It follows you everywhere you go. If you're applying for a job, and they contact a former employer or any of your references at all, what do those references say? Oh, Lisa is so intelligent. She really knows how to get things done. Lisa is kind and compassionate and really detail-oriented. I would hire her back in a minute. That is part of your brand, and it's part of your marketing strategy for lack of a better term. Now, if you think there are better terms to use for this job search branding process of you as a nurse out there in the world, a mobile, intelligent unit of your own, well, let me know what feels better than selling branding and marketing, and I'll take those into consideration. So, like I said, when you're in the job market, you're the product. And you need to convince a potential employer that you're worth the investment. If you have ever worked in the financial side, the hiring or managerial or executive side of healthcare, you'll know that onboarding a nurse 
or any other healthcare professional in a facility or organization can cost tens of thousands of dollars in time, in process, etc. So if you're trying to get a job at, let's say, Johns Hopkins or Beth Israel or City of Hope or whatever, well, consider that they're going to spend a lot of resources getting you onboarded and having you become part of the team. So do they want you to leave in four months because you're unhappy? No. Do they want to realize that you're not a good fit and then have to let you go? No. It does happen, of course, but that costs them money. So your job when you're interviewing, when you're looking for work, when you're talking to hiring managers, is convincing them that you, your brand, your, well, we can't say services and products, but your skills, your expertise, your knowledge, your experience, your personality, your education, your work history, all of this works together symbiotically to convince that potential employer that you are worth the investment and you are going to give them a return on investment, an ROI. So if you can convince them of the ROI that you can deliver, you can get the job. So remember, it's how you contribute, what you can bring to the table, and that is what's going to make someone realize that you are worth the risk because there's always a calculated risk in hiring anyone. Believe me, I've been a CNO. I've hired people, fired people, (laughs) and it's painful, and it is time-consuming and tedious. So when you're in an interview, and we've talked about interviews here on the show before, when we're in an interview, you need to be able to demonstrate that you are who they need and what they want. And one way to do this is to make sure you understand the organization you're applying to and understand what the position specifically is asking for. So prior to the interview, you have to actually get the interview, right? You're not just going to get one. So you need to be able to convince them at first that you're worth even talking to. Now, This comes down, of course, to resumes, and it comes down to cover letters and the ways in which you present yourself to that potential employer. So when we come back from a very quick break, we are going to talk more about how to own your expertise, how to wax poetic about what you bring to the table, and how to seek opportunities to shine, to buff up your brand, and be able to market yourself and those skills in a very strategic way. So we'll be right back with the second half of episode 263. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. Please consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other awesome listeners who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support The Nurse Keith Show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Nurse Keith. 
And if you know someone who could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for an hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit. So you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it most. And remember that you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn those coaching credits. What an incredible deal. And please head over to nursekeith.com and sign up for my newsletter, which comes out regularly and brings you supportive messages, updates from my blog and my podcast, resources, and all sorts of other stuff. Remember, nursekeith.com, sign up for that newsletter, and you'll also get a free download from me as my gift to you. Anyway, those are my sincere asks today. So now, Let's dig back into today's topic without further ado. Well, thank you for hanging out here at the Nurse Keith Show. This is an episode, of course, with just little old me, Nurse Keith, yours truly. No interview, just me and you sitting here having a chat around the fire over a cup of coffee. And I do have a cup of coffee right here, actually. So let's see. Before the break, we were talking about how to sell brand and market yourself, how that is an uncomfortable position or concept or strategy that nurses often shun or feel like they just can't do it. So when you are out there in the world trying to land an interview, because an interview is generally the door in which you put your foot, where you can pry that door open and say, hey, I'm here, leave the door open, hire me, and I will make your life much, much better. So in order to land that interview, your resume and your cover letter need to speak to why you are the best choice for this particular position. Why are you the ideal candidate? So your resume, of course, you can't rewrite it for every position. If you are applying for very, very different types of positions, like say ICU and hospice, well, you definitely need two versions of your resume because there are different skill sets that an employer will be looking for. So your resume will have to be tweaked periodically or you'll need to have multiple versions. And you can listen to previous episodes of the Nurse Keith Show to hear more about resumes because, boy, that is super, super important, isn't it? Well, I recommend you go back to the episode with my friend and colleague, Amanda Guarnier. That is episode 261, just a couple episodes ago, where we talk pretty deeply about how her approach and my approach are fairly similar and parallel, and that she sometimes helps me with some of my clients' more challenging resumes, let me say. So your resume and your cover letter need to speak to why you were the ideal candidate. In terms of a cover letter, cookie cutter cover letters are used all the time and they don't really catch the attention of the person reading them because they seem like, well, this is a cover letter they probably send to everybody. So I've said this before, I'll say it again to you right now. When you're applying for a position, take the advertisement or posting that you found, print it, put it on a piece of paper, put it on your desk, grab a highlighter, Highlight the keywords. What are they looking for? What are the absolute requirements and what is preferred? And then in your cover letter, you want to speak their language. You don't want to necessarily use exactly the same words because that's kind of pandering, but you do want to speak to 
what they're looking for. If they say they're looking for emotional intelligence and great verbal communication, talk about that. If they say they're looking for highly technical skills, talk about those highly technical skills. If using Epic EMR is an absolute requirement, if you're an Epic user and you're competent or a super user or expert, let them know that. Also, I recommend in the cover letter, part of your brand, part of the way you market and sell yourself is to let this potential employer know you see them, you know who they are. You may have heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again. Go to their website, look at their about page, look at their mission, look at their values, any statements they have on there, look if they've won any awards, look if they've achieved anything lately. Maybe they got magnet status in 2019. In your cover letter, say, I see that your hospital recently achieved magnet status for the first time. That is so awesome. Congratulations. Make sure they know you see them and you've done your homework and it will catch their attention. So between the resume and cover letter, you can do that. The other way you market and sell yourself is to have a strong online presence. I've spoken about LinkedIn here before. That is the most important place for you to hang out as a professional. So for you nurse out there who say, oh, I don't do social media, I don't like to be online, you have to get over that, I'm sorry. And you need to create a robust, complete LinkedIn profile and then leverage LinkedIn to your own advantage. There are lots of resources out there, including my blog posts and podcast episodes for how to use LinkedIn effectively. If a potential employer is going to Google you, which most of them will, Make sure you give them something good to find. Make sure that you own your space. Put a stake in the ground on the internet. It's yours, so own it. And make sure you have a good, strong presence out there and it will benefit your brand and your ability to market and sell yourself. I've mentioned this before as well, a business card. This is for face-to-face -face networking. Always have a business card in your wallet or your purse. It just needs your name, your credentials, your phone number, your email, your LinkedIn URL. And if you need help, let me know. I'll send you instructions for how to create your personalized LinkedIn URL or web address. And then on the back, you want to have four, five, six bullets explaining what your greatest strengths are. So use the real estate on the back of the business card as well. So the basis of marketing yourself, of selling yourself, and I'm sorry if you don't like that concept, is to own your expertise. Don't be shy. Don't be one of those nurses who says, oh, I'm just a nurse. Erase that word just from your vocabulary. Like I've said in previous episodes, just is a four-letter word that nurses should not ever use in front of the word nurse, or I'm just an LPN, I'm just a CNA, I'm just an ADN. No, you are an ADN, you are a CNA, you are an ADN LPN. Own your expertise, be willing to wax poetic about what you bring to the table. Nurses have historically been, I guess we could say servile, They've been like handmaidens to doctors. And I'm talking like back in the early 20th century. And as the second half of the 20th century came along, we 
rose out of that more servile, less than position, and we've created a more professional standing for ourselves. In the 21st century, we need to do that even more in this competitive environment. So be willing to point out why you're awesome. Be proud of your accomplishments. And if your resume and your history is lacking in accomplishment, go out there and find things to accomplish. And you say to me, well, Keith, what can I accomplish? And I'll say, well, first, seek opportunities to shine and assume leadership at work. And I don't mean you necessarily have to apply for a managerial or executive position or even be a charge nurse. You can be an unofficial, under-the-radar leader. You can be the kind of people that your, your colleagues look to for leadership. You know what I mean. I'm sure you do. You know there's people on your unit or in your agency or organization who they kind of plot along and do their thing, but they don't really stand out. And they're the kind of nurses who probably come to work, do their thing, punch out, go home, and they don't really think about nursing as necessarily part of their identity. It's a job, and I don't judge that. But the people who stand out, the people who rise to the top are the intrapreneurs. And I've talked about intrapreneurs before. Intrapreneurs are employees who own their place in the organization. They look for ways to accomplish, to innovate to find novel approaches to old problems or to new problems even. So take opportunities to be intrapreneurial. Go to your manager with an idea for decreasing nosocomial infections for people who have indwelling Foley catheters, for instance. And if you are involved in an initiative like that, let's say you brought forward an idea for how to decrease Foley catheter nosocomial infections, well, make sure on your resume or cover letter or both, you say, I, Lisa, came up with this idea for this particular intervention to decrease infections for people with Foley cats, and we decreased infections by 20% in the course of 2018 and 2019. That is a quantifiable accomplishment. Now, a qualifiable accomplishment might be that you were part of a committee that created new procedures and protocols for particular interventions. And you can talk about being the chairperson or the co-chairperson or just being on an advisory committee. So make sure you find these ways to get involved and then leverage those to strengthen your brand. I want to encourage you to take the risk of being assertive. I don't mean aggressive. I don't mean getting out there and you know, telling people what to do and saying, I'm the greatest, that's aggressive. I mean, assertive, be willing to speak up, to speak out, to make yourself seen and heard and felt and experienced. And this will contribute to your brand as well. Other than getting involved in initiatives like IT or research or joining committees or any way that you can contribute in an entrepreneurial fashion, you can also volunteer in your community. This is not necessarily a silver bullet. Nothing is a silver bullet when it comes to marketing yourself. But one way to continue to build your credibility, to build your status as a professional, is to have some volunteerism on your record. Let's say you volunteer for, I don't know, the Boys and Girls Club, and you go every 
quarter and you teach a first aid or CPR class to the teenagers at the Boys and Girls Club. That is very healthcare related and it shows that you care. It shows that you take your nurseness, it shows that you take your expertise and you contribute to your community. Or maybe you are, let's say, on the city council in your city and you have a voice in how legislation and new laws or new regulations are passed in your city. And you've helped, let's say, pass legislation that created funds for building affordable housing and getting homeless people off the street. Awesome. Make sure that you make it known that you're involved. And what this does is it just creates a more robust, well-rounded picture of who you are as a person, as a citizen, and as a healthcare professional and nurse. So you need to also figure out ways to demonstrate your awesomeness demonstrate who you are, what you know, and why you're amazing and why you are worthy of being hired and taken on to a new organization or company. Something else you can do to demonstrate your expertise, for instance, is if you have a great LinkedIn profile, write articles on LinkedIn, and these can then be shared with people who may hire you to show them that you really think deeply, that you really think differently, that you have a voice and you have strong opinions and you have professionalism, knowledge, and expertise that you bring to the table. So these are many, many ways, and there are many, many more to strengthen your brand. And I highly encourage you to be able to do this, to be willing to do this. And if this is tough for you, come to me, Come to someone else who specializes in such things and make sure you get the help you need so that you can make yourself stand out, own who you are, and make sure that when someone is looking at your resume, your application and cover letter, or sitting with you in an interview, they say, wow, this person's awesome. We want her or him. That's what you need to do. That is your call to action. And if you need help, I'll help you do just that. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to this solo episode monologue diatribe of the Nurse Keith Show. And remember that the show notes can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 263. I hope you feel uplifted, empowered, or informed from this episode. And I encourage you to take inspired action every, 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 every day in the interest of your personal and professional satisfaction and happiness. And if you need personalized holistic career coaching, Look no further than nursekeith.com. And remember, you get 10% off your first coaching package if you mention the Nurse Keith Show in your email. And did you know there are job listings and other resources at nursekeith.com? That's right. This is very appropriate for this episode. If you go to the resources drop-down menu at nursekeith.com, you will find jobs from Reload, Trusted Health, ZipRecruiter, and Incredible Health. And you'll also find free ACLS, BLS, and PALS certification. You can get your first one free. You'll also find OpenMD, a free search engine for evidence-based medicine. You'll find an awesome, excellent online video IV course if you'd like to buff up your IV skills and affordable resume templates from Amanda Guarnier and the Resume RX. The Nurse Keith Show is adroitly produced by Rob Johnston of 520R Podcasting and Mark Cappy-Speeson is our stalwart social media ringmaster. And remember... Keep your eyes out for Nurse Keith Nation 
an online subscription community that's coming soon to a nursekeith.com near you. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith Singh. Adios. Until next time, from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. I'm out.